I guess that the Denver airport is like actually a concentration camp and also maybe aliens are involved, right? Well, I mean, that that's kind of like intermingles deep, that's into... Like deep, that's deep conspiracy, DNA. Oh, I was going to say that intermingles into most conspiracy. <laughs> <laughs> What up, world? And welcome back to another smooth episode of the Amera Podcast. <laughs> now my hand signals actually matter. <laughs> smooth episode. Yes, I, yeah, that, that's a little smooth, premature. <laughs> it's going to be great. Everyone that you're on goes perfect. Yeah, that's right, Fluffy. That sounded like an allusion to something that didn't go perfect, but that's actually not true. <laughs> today is wednesday april 14th 2021 and we are very excited to have our good friend and content contributor nelson Parrish, <laughs> aka fluffy in the house what's up dude how are you not much i'm doing good thank you for yet again having me on for uh another pod and i'm happy to contribute what i can our conspiracy correspondent. Also with us this evening is Mr. John Anderson. Hi, everybody. If you hadn't noticed yet. <laughs> yeah. See, I told you there's a whole flow to these intros. <laughs> so much for going smooth. I'm sorry. I've, I've messed this whole thing up. <laughs> smooth, smooth like a sine curve. Yeah. That's my math reference for the day. Just like, just like, just like a baker ices a cake. Initially, it's not smooth at all. But when you're done, that thing, that thing is smooth. That thing's rico suave. You know what I'm saying? If you know what you're doing, yeah. Wait, yeah. who's the baker in this metaphor? Are you the baker? I'm the producer. The baker, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, so if the podcast is the cake, then what are Nelson and I? I we're icing roses that Blake has delicately <laughs> placed on top. You're, you, right now, at this moment, you guys are just the icing kind of like splattered in blobs all over the top of the cake. <laughs> well, then, but what's the cake then if everything is the icing? The cake is the content. You guys are the icing. And it's up to me to, to make us that smooth. icing. <laughs> All over, all over that content. I'm gonna but how can the content be content. independent of us? I'm, we oh, got to work God. on this metaphor. And I am your host, Blake Mannion, <laughs> guardrails extraordinaire, and enjoyer of tasty red wine. Always. And I'm so happy to be here with you guys tonight. Thank you for joining, hey, you too. Fluffy. So, what brings us here tonight? <laughs> That's the question. <laughs> well, uh, any guesses? I, oh, guesses. Um, it's mostly for the listeners, but I think you the guys aliens. Know the aliens have brought us Who here. Control our simulation. Oh, yep. The machine. The Matrix. Agent Smith. We're here to give you a cake content, cake full experience of conspiracy theories and. Uh, the I'm still wondering what the cake is. The cake, the cake is this beautiful content of aliens and conspiracy theories and everything that is weird and unusual and questionable. That is the cake. And 
you are going to be the icing on that cake. So when the customers come in for a slice, it looks delicious. And you know what? Conspiracy theory cake is one of those cakes that you cut into and the middle falls out. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I'm down. Great, podcast over. <laughs> That's the whole point I wanted to make. <laughs> have, have a great night, everybody. Thank you yeah, so much. High fives all around. <laughs> Mic drop. So we're going to play a little game. We're going to do a palate cleanser tonight for y'all. We're going to do a little overrated, underrated, least favorite, most favorite via conspiracy theory. Yeah. So Let's go. If you didn't already know that by the title of this podcast before you clicked on it. <laughs> So who would like to start? I'll go first. Wow. We know who is enthusiastic <laughs> about this. So we'll, we'll start. We'll each say uh, underrated first, and then we'll go on to overrated after we all say underrated. Awesome. Cool. Fluffy, take it away, man. All right. So I want to say I don't consider myself a conspiracy theorist mm-hmm. or any other term you may use uh, for similar things, but I consider myself open-minded and, and a curious person and genuinely, whether I believe it or not, get a lot of enjoyment out of finding out about conspiracy theories and other things like that. You're kind of like a scholar of conspiracy theories, right? Like you don't necessarily have to believe in them to know a lot about them. Or a connoisseur? I mean, kind of. I mean, connoisseur would work too. I consume them on kind of a casual basis and like I find the content really entertaining. Mm. Yes. So take that for what it is. Um, <laughs> and so my, my underrated, which I actually found to be a really difficult subject matter to, to select my underrated um, conspiracy theory. And so it, it's, a, I, I think. The thing that's one of the, my favorite things about conspiracy theories is the layers of the cake of conspiracy. Or the onion. Oh, the cake. I get it. The cake's bad. Not everybody likes onions. I think the under my underrated conspiracy theory, ironically, is probably something that is widely talked about. Living in a simulation, living in the matrix, living yes. in living in alternate universes, um, mm. or or having universes intermingling. And like that ties into what is called the Mandela effect. That's a theory. Have you guys heard about this one? No. All right. So the Mandela. I am, I am a little familiar, but please proceed. Okay. So in the most layman's terms, because I don't understand it well, um, the Mandela effect started, I think, in the early 2000s. There was somebody who distinctly remembered Nelson Mandela having passed away in the 80s. And then came to find out that he was alive and well in his 90s, um, but had this like distinct memory of like seeing his funeral and watching his uh, wife give like a heartfelt speech about him and like all these really interesting things. This individual, I think it was a female, kept it to herself, um, didn't really want to tell anybody, and then went to an event called Dragon Con, which lends to credibility. <laughs> and 
I like, you, I like how you say that like you don't know exactly what it is. I have no uh, idea. This I thing, have... checking notes here, uh, Dragon Con, I guess? No, I, I think I... I'm pronouncing that correctly. Come on, we know you've got. No, <laughs> no idea. Um, <laughs> I did not buy chain mail there. Um, and so she ended up finding somebody else that also had a similar recollection of Nelson Mandela having died in the eighties. And then she ended up writing. Yeah. How does that come up? I don't know. (laughs) Not part of the story. She then wrote a blog post about it. I think on Reddit or something like that. And then it kind of started taking off more and more people started writing about it. And then it just kind of spurred that kind of, it, it developed the name, the Mandela effect, despite being nothing about Mandela. Right. And so it was, it's an interesting theory of, is it misremembering or is it a glitch in the The matrix in the matrix? Or is it, you know, we live, there are alternate universes and people have been put back in the wrong universe and they have incorrect memories of the universe that they're currently living in. Um, Yeah. And so it's, it's kind of, again, I find so many conspiracy theories intertwine in a lot of ways like that. And so my, my underrated is living in a simulation tying into the Mandela effect, the Mandela effect. I struggle with a lot because I feel like there's a lot of scientific (laughs) evidence behind the fact that our memory is garbage. (laughs) Yeah, And like, and so like I struggle with that one, but the living in a simulation one for me comes around full, full circle as we get into video games being virtual reality and people putting on headsets and, and, and experiencing the world in such a involved way that isn't real that Mm. we're, I mean, are we about to drive into the second virtual reality that we're living in? Like we've, we've, as a society have built ourselves into the second simulation or we're going that direction. Yeah. To me, I think that <laughs> virtual yeah, reality think, video games freak me out. I can't. I, I, I think this whole matrix concept is like your, is like the dystopic novels we, we read about when we were younger. And now we see some of that stuff coming into fruition. That's how I feel about the matrix. We're not there yet. Like, but I think we're on our way to perhaps being in more of a simulation especially as we figure out how to slow down aging and stress on the body. And then, you know, before we know it, everyone's got, um, what is it called when you have like uh, a different body, um, uh, that you use. Oh, 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 um, astro projection. No, no, no. It's one of those, like, it's like the avatar thing, right? Yeah. Like it's not avatar, but yes, essentially you have, Instead of using your body, you keep your body in a preserved state and use this other body. And then, so that's very Matrix-like, right? So I think we're like heading in that direction. You know, that's how I see, that's how I see it. Yeah. And should I cut you off though? Oh, no. Um, To make kind of a a semi-serious point about this, I enjoy the simulation conversation because it allows us to uh have a conversation about like what is reality and like because nelson <laughs> oh there you the go oh, yeah. <laughs> thank you 
Sorry. Yeah, yeah, Continue. yeah, totally. Uh, Nelson, you were saying, like, you know, are we going to go into this other simulation that's, like, quote, unquote, not real? But then it's like, well, how do we know that this is real? And that's kind of the point of the of the simulation. And then you get into the science of it, and you're like, well, everything that is that you're experiencing is, like, physically that we know of and i'm sure tyler would have some things to say about this <laughs> but everything that you're experiencing is physically happening in your brain so like what is the difference between like what is any less or more real about a quote-unquote simulated reality than this reality that might be simulated anyways uh if it's like real to your brain because ultimately everything is just happening in your brain anyways True. but like does objective reality matter then? And like, should it matter? Which I actually think is a really interesting question. And so the simulation like gives us a springboard into which to, to like diagnose our own concepts of, of our own tangible reality, which I really enjoy doing. Cause I think it breaks right. down more than we would like it to. Right. Yeah. You could uh, using that model, then I'm like reshaping the way I see this. And then, like the body is the surrogate for the brain, right? And yeah. then, then the perceived world is the simulation running with the surrogate body. Yeah, fascinating. And like, even when you, you know, like when you touch something, you're like, okay, well, this is happening on my finger, but it's not. It's, it's happening in your brain as far mm -hmm. as like your experience of it. And so then like, if you're touching your desk in this reality or a simulated reality, if the same neurons are firing then like who is it any less real and and what does that say about our own reality and and our perception of it and and things like that it, it gets into like pretty deep water pretty quickly i think fascinating tyler's I, gonna listen to this and be like oh <laughs> tyler misses all the good ones because he's out probably like trying to beat some poor kid at cards or something or he's handing out vegetables to the neighbors but yeah or he's handing out vegetables. These are the two. These are the two speeds of Tyler. <laughs> the funny side note that I can tell while Tyler's not here: we had a pond hockey tournament, and Tyler is literally lighting incense and blessing the rink. While and people are like, "What is this kid? What is? What are you doing?" And then he goes out and he's like, starts to st try and start fights with people. <laughs> It was like the most insane shit I've ever seen in my life. Tyler is a great example of yin and yang in. Ex in we talked action. about that on the last podcast, didn't we? <laughs> was it a pod? We talked about not. yin and yang recently. Oh no, we we. It was the book club. It was the book club. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, we participated in, in that, ladies too. and gentlemen. Yeah. yeah, we're in a book club. We, we, we started very unsurprisingly read Art of War. <laughs> it was the first book. Yeah. So who would like to go second? Should we, should we continue? Yeah, I, I guess I'll go. Um, by underrated is the Denver airport conspiracy. I say underrated oh. because I am a uh, shill for anything Colorado. And so if it's Colorado related, I probably find it to be underrated. And so therefore uh, it is an underrated conspiracy theory. And it's, a, it, I, I enjoy the fact that like, I I can participate it in in some more real way than other conspiracies. Because also, you've walked through DIA. Yeah. Also, <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not like I've walked through the Illuminati headquarters, you know, uh, or have I? Or have you? Uh, <laughs> and, and and I really appreciate the fact that the Denver airport has has some humor about it, so they have like plaques up 
talking about. Yes. Which like 10 out of 10 Denver airport, whoever, whoever's your marketing person, like God oh, bless that person. Yes. And so, you know, like Jamie, who's been on this probably podcast, did the artwork. They probably yeah, were the right? artist. Um, I think Jamie was on, who was on this podcast was the one who introduced me to it. She's like, do you know about the airport conspiracy? And it's like, what the fuck are you talking about? And <laughs> we, we were probably <laughs> explain that a little bit, actually, just in case there's anybody listening that doesn't know about it. Well, so I'll, I'll probably get this wrong. There, yeah, I'm I excited to hear John's explanation. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'll, fact I, check, I'll fact check you. I guess that the Denver airport is like actually a concentration camp and also maybe aliens are involved, right? Well, I mean, that that's kind of like intermingles deep, that's into... Like deep, that's deep conspiracy, DIA. Oh, I was going to say that intermingles into most conspiracy. <laughs> <laughs> I know that there's some alien shit. Here's the thing same difference, about same difference, why Lucky. this is wrong. So, apparently me, there's like... Let me okay, add yeah, on to go. that real quick. There's more ahead. to it than that. Um, oh, there's sure. so much more. Yeah, there's <laughs> there's a lot more to it than that. Um, so, it's... There's issues with the original airport that was there and the new one that was built um, and the amount of money and the plans. They built, um, like, baggage claim tunnels and, and, like, rail tunnels out to different terminals that weren't totally finished and... D- like it, like the original company that built it, their name disappeared from public record. Um, then there's all kinds of like Nazi symbolism on the artwork throughout the building. Um, and that, that's like the, that's like, that's just the surface, but that's the basics of it. Um, so there's this conspiracy that like, it's an underground shelter that's been there for three or four decades now. And it's there for like the, um, uh, the secret world order, to uh live and house themselves and like if they want to keep slaves or whatever but when shit hits the fan it's like their base yeah that's the uh, basic of that conspiracy don't ask me how i know (laughs) if i can piggyback on that a little bit and give a little bit more than a little bit more detail um go for it and then and then anderson pick up where you left off the 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 budget for the airport was originally supposed to be somewhere in the ballpark of like two billion dollars. They ended up spending four. Oh, um, a public works project going over budget in the United States? <laughs> shocking! I know. No, um, they spent some absorbent amount of money on a completely. It was supposed to be a completely automated luggage delivery system, where basically Carousel. from like weighing them to like. To putting them on the planes, it was supposed to have zero humans touch your luggage. And they, like, it was just a complete waste. None of it worked. The corners were too sharp and too fast. The luggage was being, flung, like, flung everywhere when, like, the media was coming out to, like, watch this multi-million, like, $200 million luggage system be like displayed and it just was a complete disaster they like tried to fling bags at airplanes and missed and like just a disaster um so like the budget's a huge thing which again between people just being you know money hungry and corrupt and trying to hide money in budgets i mean there's Maybe a number of explanations to that yeah um the artwork, like Blake mentioned, that is that's a huge one um, because there's like they say demonic, but I, they're like gargoyles that are like coming out of luggage and near the uh, luggage carousels and stuff. 
the there there's is like burning babies th- there's <laughs> like the, yeah there's like children that are like isn't there like a something? cautionary tale about i i remember seeing that mural and being like i feel like this was cropped it's it was like some history to it yeah 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 i, mean, I I, I don't know. But taken out of context, there's all uh yeah. it looks very like cult well, Nazi taken out of context is like yes. the essence of what this of what we're doing here. So and then of course, how can we forget about the the blue Mustang, also known as Blucifer? Oh uh, yeah, the devil killed, horse. Who killed its creator and was contracted and wasn't delivered for like 15 years. So that was actually an original piece of artwork that was contracted by whoever was building DIA. And it wasn't delivered until just like a few years ago. Like we, you know, anyway, that was weird. Um, Yeah, there's a whole thing about DIA. Okay, Anderson. It's my favorite. I I don't think I have any more to add. Oh, you didn't? Oh, okay. No, yeah, I guess I will probably come back to this point, but... You were going to uh, say something about the aliens thing and all that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, my understanding was there's there's some amount of, like, let's, let's, let's make this a secret thing, right? Uh, which, I don't know why you would put a secret thing and then, and then put an international airport on top of it. It seems like a bad plan if you're going to keep something secret. And so maybe like if you're the United States government or the One World Order or whoever is responsible for this, I imagine that funding isn't really a problem. And so why would you not put this in the middle of Montana where nobody would have any knowledge of it? Seems well, I think accessibility like is probably. But you're the key. One World Order, man. Is accessibility going to be a problem for you? you yeah, probably it, is your- when, it is when the shit's hitting the fan. You gotta get someplace now, and that place is Denver, and it's centrally located within the United States, and it's twice the size of the island of Manhattan. (laughs) Why do you need that much room? But I feel like Denver airport is. Yeah, something like that. Because it is pretty uh, (laughs) spread out, I guess. But um, (laughs) if I was a World Order member. I would just pl- fly if. my private jet if. straight to the middle of nowhere and land on the cleared landing strip that I had pre-designated years before. This is what I'm saying. Why would you not go to like fucking Alaska in some mountain range where there are zero people and go to your goddamn cave and like hide out because you're the one world order? Why That's would you true. put it in the middle of a major metropolis? It makes I see. I I have to disagree with that. I have to disagree with that a hundred percent. Because if you're talking about a nuclear annihilation or some world-ending event, it doesn't matter how much money you have. If it takes you 15 hours to get to your bunker and you're in fucking New York, you're gonna die. But you can you can fly to your private bunker if you can if you can build DIA like. How much longer does it take in your private plane to fly to Denver than it does to Montana? Or Maybe the middle less of time. Wyoming. Yeah. Or well, the middle of Wyoming. I mean, and so if you're the one world order, you can afford if you can afford to build an airport in Denver, you can afford to build an airport in fucking Montana. You wouldn't so, actually right? even so need an airport. The- you would just need a flat place to land a plane. That's it. That, uh, or maybe your helicopter that you own because you're the one world order, so you probably have access to these this type of thing. See, I 
I I would stand under the fact that there's some amount. I don't know. I I I'd have to disagree. I just do. I think that there's something to do with you know you the. I think the location is prime for a number of reasons, despite the fact that it's on top of it's it's. I think you could make the argument of hide it in plain sight, right? And right, right. and there's this theory that basically it's a city or a bunker, a huge bunker that's capable of holding. I don't know. I don't know what they say. Hundreds, thousands of people underneath. So if you can fund that and build that, why wouldn't you put it in Montana? Because you can't fucking hide the construction in Montana. If you construct something that size in Montana, you'd never be able to hide it. People would fucking notice it. If you're building an enormous mm-hmm. international airport and you go over I budget by know, two man. billion dollars, and but nobody can get into the order. Con- so you control gonna, all the satellites. Who I'm cares? I'm gonna cut you guys. You guys are cut uh, you off. <laughs> you guys are cut off now because we need to continue on to the other points in this conversation. But what I'm you can just at, cut and paste all my points from this one into the next one. Getting I feel like this is an Anderson overcomable agree, problem. Anderson, Anderson agrees to disagree. Fluffy agrees to disagree, <laughs> and we're gonna move on to the next point. And conspiracy theories. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so I'll go next. Because I am next. That's right. That seems very logical. Yeah. Logic, because that's what we're doing today. Uh, <laughs> my my underrated conspiracy is uh, our ghosts, basically. So oh, I would consider that. I would consider that a conspiracy. That's interesting. I uh, Blake, you just blew my mind a little bit. I, I tend to do I like that. It. You're welcome. So <laughs> I don't know if you guys. Here's the thing is I've had some ghost experiences. Um, I definitely believe I'm a spiritual person. I believe in ghosts. I believe in spirits. I've had some things happen that I cannot explain conscious and unconscious, but uh, there's a TV show that is pretty good. And I, and I'm not really a ghost guy, right? Like I'm not the one that's going to go like spend the night in the Stanley hotel. That's not me. I don't like to do that. But my brother Chad got me into a uh, shout out to Chad. What's up, Chad? What's up, Chad? Chad? Got me into this TV show when we were living together. It's called Ghost Adventures. Have you guys watched it? No. It's pretty it's pretty fun. Um so I'm an I'm an audio engineer and <laughs> they bring engineers in with them to record video and audio. And they've set up like the Xbox Connect has a, a sensor system on it, right? And so they modulated like an Xbox Connect to sense uh, presence and activities in like motion like, detector in rooms. So it's just which a is really what it does fascinating, anyway, right? Right, exactly. But they but they dialed it in with their with their like audio visual software for for like tracking on their computer. But yes. for, for me, being an audio engineer, what I find the most fascinating about this TV show is not necessarily like all the visual stuff and like the things that they see, but they record audio of everything they do. And then they have engineer an engineer go back and clean it up and enhance it. And some of the voiceovers that they record are eerie. Like they give me goosebumps, man. Yes. And, uh, and it's it's not so much the visuals of that tv show it's the sound that they capture 
you know, and, and there's something to be said for, for like sound and sound waves and how sound moves, like us doing this podcast and me speaking right now, I'm projecting sound waves out that bounce and go everywhere. And it's very fascinating. Uh, you know, like, are these old sound waves of people who once were alive bouncing around in the air and then being captured on audio? That'd be cool. Or are they conscious and happening now, right? I like so, that, Blake. I'm glad you, like, broadened out the category. I am, too. I totally dig that, and I am yeah. super familiar with that show, thanks to one of my coworkers, <laughs> Leslie. Shout out to Leslie, uh, also a listener. Um, yeah, and it is interesting, because Hi, they, they do have a bunch of, like, actual, you know, actual engineers, you're right. I mean, these are people, and they consider themselves, a lot of them consider themselves skeptics, and... And, you know, they are just trying to find the truth. And I, and I, Blake, truth I think that's awesome because I, I also, I think ghosts and spirits and that whole realm is fascinating. Mm-hmm. And as I we get better, yeah, absolutely. And as we get better with technology and science, we're starting to see more of a connection. For example, the human body we now know gives off a slight magnetic field due to the way we are wired electronically with our nerves and our brain and the way it's the same concept that we all did in school when we were kids, you know, with the battery and the, and the nail and the wire and you create a current in a particular motion and then it creates a magnetic field. And like, we know this is all true now due to science. It's not like you can feel people's magnetic field. We didn't know that's what it was until now, but that's what it is, you know? So it's just fascinating uh as we get better with technology that we can really start to connect connect the two the human body's basically totally. a big potato clock yeah <laughs> <laughs> true we need that as a t-shirt for sure <laughs> i'm really the artwork possibilities are so good all right next up overrated overrated all right. Do I go first then, or do we keep the same order? Fluffy sounded like he had some shit. Go I mean, for it, Fluffy. I've do been, it. I've been, it's kinda, all you. I've been kind of itching for this. My overrated DIA. Let's go. It makes no sense, man. <laughs> <laughs> but then I that means he's agreeing. I had, he's agreeing. I had to, I had to show that I had written that down because nobody was going to believe that. That's amazing. I, I, so as much what? as I love conspiracy you are theories, the new, you are the new Diablo's advocate, Fluffy. Yeah, Kelly's out of the job. Kelly's out of the job. <laughs> well, maybe only in this subject matter. Um, I, yeah, I mean, as much as I love conspiracy theories and the ideas behind them and things like that. I I struggle with DIA. I can understand it's garbage, right? I can understand why and how conspiracy theories have come out around it because of the budgets. I mean, and I think that that's what makes conspiracy theories so compelling is that yes, you can see why somebody would think that that was possible. I can't I can't get there with the DIA one. The Occam's Razor explanation is that humans are dumb, which is a much more compelling reason or explanation to me than 
the one world order wants to have a slave camp in the middle of a major <laughs> metropolitan area. John, do you want to expo- expand on 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 that concept? It, that it, we are just we are bad at what we do. It's kind of amazing that we like haven't blown ourselves up yet. And so, typically, when you like dig down, we have this we have this impulse. And, and there's been some like psychological studies around this. Conspiracy theories exist to explain a scary world that is often just inexplicable. Weird, random shit happens all the time, and like massive amount. For a great my, one of my favorite examples is. World War One started because a guy tried to assassinate another guy. He fucked up, didn't, went and got a sandwich, walked out of the sandwich shop. The guy who he was trying to assassinate was outside the sandwich shop, and he shot him, and then World War One happened. And so weird, random shit happens in history all the time with massive, massive amounts of consequences. And we, as like people who are supposed to exist in a, in a world of 150 humans and tigers and shit, we need explanations that are coherent and concrete and and in a world of seven billion people that doesn't exist but our hardware tries to get there and oftentimes it's it's more like no man just a whole series of fuck-ups happened and that's why it went from two billion dollars to four billion dollars oh also by the way a humongous percentage of public work projects in the united states goes massively over budget and massively over time and have huge mistakes in them and so you know this is this is par for the course for Occam's razor, Occam's razor, uh, which is the the what that means is that the simplest explanation is usually if you have two explanations, one is complicated, one is simple. Go with the simple one. Uh, spoiler alert: John's going to be the wet blanket through that this entire thing. <laughs> I am Captain No Fun. <laughs> no, that's not entirely true. Wait, he's spe- he's plenty fun, but. It also that 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 concept actually resonates with the law of like least resistance, right? Mm-hmm. Or or, or uh, those the people who try the least succeed the most, or whatever. That follows like the same <laughs> the, the law of reverse effort. That's yeah, one of the, my thank, favorite. That's ones. what I was looking for. The law of reverse effort. Thank you. My terminology is not on point tonight. I'm, <laughs> it's I late more, for I us. More, I, need, I need more wine. That's what happens when you enter the podcast with only a half glass. So. Uh, Going next, Mr. Anderson. Yeah. So speaking of wet blanket, my overrated is Loch Ness. Who cares? Like some dinosaur in a pond. It's British. Who cares? Like, even if it's true, you you have like some bronchiosaurus looking thing, like swimming around. Whatever. That's cool. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I don't really have any input on that, to be honest. (laughs) Because it's overrated, right? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Boom. Totally. Done. My my next one is (laughs) the obelisk stunt that happened. Oh, wait. Is that a stunt? Have we proven this? Oh, no, it's not proof. But I mean, it's a conspiracy, right? Like the obelisk conspiracy. So I'm calling it an artistic stunt is what I'm calling it. I think that that was premeditated. I think that they had these things set up in different parts of the world where they were seen and once the first one discovered i think they fell like dominoes basically what? like they started setting them up and then tearing right. them down are you are you talking about the monolith or oh, sorry yeah the monolith okay well we had the... a whole debate about this uh-oh yeah <laughs> yeah i don't um, know what we decided if it was a monolith or an obelisk but yeah the monolith I... uh 
obelisk statue okay. artistic thing that happened in Utah. The one that showed Carling up in it. Moab, yeah. 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 Um I, that's my I think that, so I from what I heard there I mean there was an artist who took credit for the one that showed up in Utah. Oh really? Yeah. <laughs> and I think that there was probably I think it just spurred copycats would be my that's I didn't yeah. I yeah. I I never really thought of that as a conspiracy theory or you know I every I guess everybody has a crazy theory about anything, but it was a conspiracy theory before the artist came out, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, um I didn't know that. I didn't know that uh, somebody came out and but that makes sense because that's I'm like thinking like that's definitely an art stunt, you know. So and then did you guys the the people who tore it down came like in the middle of the night? Did you guys hear about that? No. Oh, yeah, we covered that. Well, yeah. I mean, I, I heard about it, but did something happen like more well, than? No, I mean, it was just it, I, I appreciated it because they basically like came down and there was some uh, photographer. He was one of the first photographers there because somehow mm -hmm. they leaked the or found the GPS coordinates on the photo. And that's why uh, people people started flocking there in like the metadata. Yeah. And so. Yeah. And so the guys, uh, there was a group of guys showed up in the middle of the night. Like this guy, they were a bunch of punk asses, right? They were just, I think they were locals, um, outdoor enthusiasts. And basically they, this photographer was there taking pictures and they were like, hope you got your pictures. This is why you don't leave trash in the desert. And they, <laughs> and they knocked it down and carried it out because people started destroying the area because people were showing oh, yeah. up. And just walking all over and out in that part of the desert, you have that, I'm going to screw up the name, but it's like that bio dirt that create takes hundreds of thousands of years to develop. And just I people were walking this. all over the area and people showed up with their dogs. And like, basically they were like, we don't want this here because this is just going to destroy the area. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Got it. Sorry. So that's no, my don't apologize. It's good for the explanation. Explanations are better. <laughs> talk to talk to fucking Mulder about that. <laughs> Scully. <laughs> uh, the X Files is a documentary. You watch. <laughs> yeah, it is. Let's go. So, all right, I'll go with my least favorite. I have, I have two. I have all right. I have three least favorite. Um, <laughs> two of them are just because I think they're stupid, stupid theories. Flat Earth, chemtrails. Yes. Correct. I can't. I just can't with those. Full agree. Uh, but my least favorite is 9-11. Oh, that's a good least favorite. That's a good least favorite. I because Mostly because I struggle with that one probably more than many of the others. Oh, as far as its validity? Yeah. Um, so in high school, John, as you remember, I had a whole project about conspiracy theories and uh, my chose the nine 11 conspiracy and I chose to debunk the conspiracy theory. And in a turn of fate, I, uh, I don't want to say that I've come around, but uh, my mind's been opened up to the possibility and I, and I don't love that. I feel like it, w it is entirely possible that we do not know 100% of the circumstances under which that yes. day happened. Yes. I think it is completely devoid 
completely uh, detached from reality to think that the same administration that pulled off the war in Iraq and Katrina and the financial crisis was also competent enough to plan and execute 9-11. I think that's a, a crazy thing. But do I think that you know, there was maybe some things that happened on that day that have not been fully disclosed. I think that's entirely plausible. But I think for like, you know, I don't, let's use this very lightly for reasonable reasons. I, yeah. So, the, and I think that one of the problem with conspiracy theories is that they may start with what was a grain of truth and they spider out so fast and like, <laughs> and like you end up in such a wormhole that like I could, con- like you said, I could conceivably see the fact that we don't understand all of the circumstances that took place that day. I, I can't, I can't get behind all of the nine 11 conspiracy theories, mostly because no, I can't it's... get behind any of all conspiracy theories, but like, there are, there are some aspects to it that make me uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know. <laughs> my, I was in a, a class, uh, my like capstone history class was, I graduated college and this was like fall of 2010. And um, the class was basically compare and contrast the wars in Vietnam, Iraq, and Afghanistan. And, uh, our professor was like very well known in Vietnam, uh, scholarship. And it was a class of like 10, which was pretty unusual for a university like CU. And, um, our first class, we just went around and shared our memories of nine 11. And it was, it was, um, it was, it was a, a great way to start the class. And it was also just really interesting because we had some people from the east coast you know and it was like very different out here and yada yada and so yeah like that's a whole podcast that's like that is a whole podcast (laughs) i mean that well and speaking of uh you know a, a, a piece of news that came out today is that biden is withdrawing troops from afghanistan by september 11th 2021 which is the 20th anniversary 20 years yeah, it's a, it, we literally we have we have sons who are fighting in Afghanistan and their fathers fought there. Right. And like so so yeah, it's um that's a that's a whole subject. That's like a <laughs> I think that, I think it's an underlying theme of our podcast because it's actually an underlying theme of our life. Uh yeah. Osama well, bin maybe... Laden is one of the most successful foreign actors of the 20th century so far. Yeah, maybe we will uh dedicate an episode to that content especially we as we should approach on the, anniversary. the anniversary yeah yeah we'll do that least favorite blake what you got q oh yeah get out of here <laughs> punch that conspiracy yeah. right in the dick that's my least favorite conspiracy because it's totally fucked up our country um it's fucked up yep. not just our politics and threatened democracy entirely it's destroyed families and friends and it is by far my least favorite conspiracy. So, and if, if the gentleman, uh, if the gentleman from Japan is listening, it's coming. It's coming. That's all. Who's next? <laughs> <laughs> Buffy, do you have do you have words on that? 
I, you know, I, no, not really. I mean, that, that's such an intense, like you said, there's a multi-series documentary about it. So I, I, exactly. We, we kind of had an election about it. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. Yes, Pretty listeners, uh, if if you've not heard yet, there is a fascinating six part docu series on HBO called Q, and it's about the QAnon conspiracies, and it it explains a lot of some of the wild things that have happened under the Trump administration, or should I say, throughout uh, the Trump administration, and it definitely uh, explains what happened on s- January sixth the uh, insurrection at the United States Capitol. So definitely an eye-opener, and I highly recommend everybody watch it. Um, sorry. John, did you... What was your least favorite? It's all of yeah, them. I, oh. Yeah, he skipped me. I knew you were going to say that. I knew you were going to say that. My least favorite is all of the conspiracy theories. That's... Yeah. wet blanket okay all right well two thumbs down for conspiracy theories as a concept like you said it has fucked up our country it's a huge problem for humanity i mean in some ways we can say that we lost a lot of people to covid because of that so you know to make a serious point absolutely it's uh we've lost people to covid because of that and i want to bring up something that fluffy you mentioned before this podcast that we almost forgot to talk about and i don't want to talk about it for too long i want to get into our most favorite category and wrap this up but fluffy you mentioned are conspiracy theories more prevalent in the united states right now Mm. yeah and i have to say that i think they are I think that our culture, which I think has been tied to that um, that Western male dominant, you know, patriarchy power, that's you know, basically poisoning the country right now. As I'm sure Tyler would say, it all comes back to the patriarchy, and and you know, let's let's be uh, clear that we should smash the patriarchy and fuck the patriarchy, uh, but. I would I would say I think there's a, a um there's a greater explanatory power in our individualistic uh part of our society which maybe goes into patriarchy a little bit too but I think it's also maybe a little bit different where it's like I don't need to listen to the experts I can make decisions for myself and you're like okay but the world is complicated and maybe you should listen to them also like it's it's not just about you like you live in a society and so it's important to to factor in other people in your thinking and so uh, maybe maybe there but i also would push back a little bit on my on myself and i think that the 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 narrative of um america being an individualistic society is is only half the picture and we actually have a lot of collectivism in ours too and i think we're a lot of both like i think some countries average in between and i think we're we're a lot of the both of them and so um as far as and then i think it also has to do with the particular political moment that we're dealing with i also think that our um 
our devotion to free speech and what free speech the the definition of free speech has become i mean literally i was watching and maybe this is not a great example but i was watching mike lindell the the, the my pillow guy talk and he was like <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna start a free speech social media where you can't swear and you can't take the lord's name in vain and it was like i mean literally that was like a direct quote and it's like Nailed it. Nailed it. Yeah. <laughs> like, wait, <laughs> what? And so, like, what are words, you know, at this point? Um, so I think that that, like, this very particular moment that we're dealing with, and that goes back also to, like, our our media ecosystem and the free speech nat- nature of our system. Like, you literally, the government would come for you in Great Britain if you were doing this kind of shit on Fox news. So, um, as we saw with fucking Piers Morgan, he like had a temper tantrum on their like good morning Britain or whatever the fuck and walked off the set, uh, because of Megan Merkel. And then the government opened an investigation into him because a bunch of people complained. And like, that honestly makes me uncomfortable as an American, because I think free speech is important, but I also think everybody has, has deemed, my free speech means that I can do whatever I want to in the world. And it's like, no, that's, that's not what free speech means. Right. The definition of that, I think would be like, like a total, like a total, um, it's, it's, I think it's anarchy. It's, it's what we, the philosophers describe as a state of nature. It's basically just like, if I have the power to do it, I'm going to do it. And if you don't have the power to resist me, you're not going to be able to resist me. And that's just how it fucking works. I can't. So, I don't know how we got. Yeah. I don't know how we got so far off the rails in a conspiracy theory podcast here. We got back to Mike Lindell. That's very relevant <laughs> in a conspiracy podcast. Well, <laughs> I. But sorry, I. I just wanted to bring it back around to what Blake you brought up initially. Is is this a uniquely American thing or? predominantly an American thing to have conspiracy theories. And for me, I guess my answer is just that I don't know. Um, you know, I, I think, I think maybe thinking that it's a uniquely American thing might be an American way of thinking. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's so possible. that's kind of a fun but if you circle look at, to go around in. But um, if you look at other countries like politics, I, it's not as like, you know, there's a lot of Western countries that are like, what the fuck is happening? Yeah, a hundred percent. But like, if you yeah. if you, but to, I think there's before we before we talk too much about that. Political. Before we talk too much about that, it was more prevalent in the United States, not unique to just okay. Those yeah. Are, yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah. Those are that's a that's different enough that the yeah yeah you're yeah. right you're right. Should we do most favorites favorites? So so fluffy yeah. fluffy is I don't know. Fair enough. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Cool. Good answer. Yeah. Um, my favorite and yeah, the TV show has a little bit to do with it. Uh, ancient aliens. Let's do yeah, it. I fucking told you. I told you. <laughs> Let's do it. I'm so Anderson in. called it. Anderson said he'd bring it up before you got on. I was like, before, I guarantee yeah. you, he says ancient yeah. aliens. How can you not? How can you not? It makes no, it's, sense. It's true. It's it, got yeah, it logic behind it. You, yeah. I. Yeah. You want to put ancient aliens up next to religion? I'll <laughs> sign me up for ancient aliens all day long. It makes so much I, more sense. I want all ancient religion 
religion to just be encounters with aliens. Like uh, yes. uh, uh, right. Stargate, right? Like that's basically the plot of Stargate. And I want that so badly. Well, and I, so, so badly. And so for like the reality is we don't know what happened to some major cultures back in the day. And most of their, a lot of their cultures were based around like getting to the stars or like getting into the afterlife and like the, the, the knowledge that they gained. I, I'm in, I'm in ancient Hell aliens. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> I, uh, I, I'm into that. I'm super into that. No, there's uh, definitely. I almost put that. Yeah, I, I mean, there's definitely like that show touches on ancient, ancient wonders and technology and um, <laughs> some stuff that can is is often debated about how it happened, even to this day. So it's definitely a fascinating show to watch. Um, that being said, I could also conceivably see myself sitting down with an expert in some whatever field that is that they're discussing in that particular day and them having counter arguments and me walking away going, oh, yeah, that's totally bogus. Yeah. So my ignorance allows me to love that conspiracy theory. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just want it to be true. That's one of the few conspiracy theories I just really want. I want it to be true just to. I want it to be just to, to be true religion right well like a I little mean, bit sort of what i would say is that and it goes back to conspiracy theories too is that i think basically everything has a reasonable like scientific explanation and it's more about how we talk about it so like a conspiracy theory is a set of facts that are already known but said in a conspiratorial tone with conspiratorial music behind it and everybody's like it's a conspiracy and it's like no actually that's just like a series of facts that seem suspicious because someone told you to you know, it was suspicious looking but i really like the idea of okay all of these like mystic you know unexplainable things there's a totally reasonable, a totally explanation, reasonable for that. explanation for it and it's a I, and it's an alien yeah <laughs> yeah i mean number one cool space is cool right number two there is like some amount of my like wet blanket impulse in there that's just like yeah that that yeah there's would, a reasonable I would even explanation argue that it falls onto your argument of the simplest explanation is right is it's the like, right one right like it, well and it it also goes back to um i i have a uh visceral emotional response to the idea that there is something that exists outside of the knowable universe so like a god that we are just no matter how hard we try we're never gonna get to know i find that to be um spiritually abhorrent like my spirituality is basically we are an exploded star that has become conscious and now we as 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 members and citizens of the universe get to explain the universe to the universe and so the 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 answer to why are we here is truth and so the like idea that we can take all of these mystic um traditions of humanity and explain it in that worldview really just just tickles to, to use a religious term <laughs> it tickles my faith like it it really i really would love that to be the the, the way that the universe works wasn't it um alan watts that said 
We are the universe trying to understand itself. Carl Sagan, I believe, said that. Um, hmm. And so uh, uh, Alan Watts said very similar things, but I think that the like bumper sticker quote, I actually have a, 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 a magnet of that. Um, <laughs> because, yeah, we are we are the universe trying to get to know itself, um, which I think is like absolutely beautiful and that is also one of the reasons why conspiracy theories fucking offend me because <laughs> they they make that pursuit more difficult and so uh it's it's like a throwing sand in the pursuit in the eyes of the pursuit of truth uh and, uh, and it's like a perverted impulse of the pursuit of truth it feels like and so you know that is an Al- razor baby it's an alan watts quote by the way Okay, we're going to do a Google you're gonna, battle. You're going to drop I, that dude. mic right there, Blake? You're going to drop that no. mic? <laughs> I just Googled it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, well, while John's Googling, Blake, do you want to – I, I want to hear your favorite. So uh, Carl Sagan, the cosmos is within us. We are made of star stuff. We are a way for the universe to know itself. I'm sure – I mean – what uh, knowing John, their work? From, it's, aren't they both from the same the, time period? Like yeah, it's the same ago? concept, right? That yeah. goes back to like ancient Eastern philosophy. Well, so, and John, as you and I discussed, we can both be right uh, independently. What was it that there are no more unique ideas, just unique combination combinations? I think yeah. that explains that very well. I do too. Yeah. So exact, and like, there's a great um, story of. Um, Newton and some, like, I think a German scientist independently invented calculus at the same time, but we give mm. credit to Newton because he was a better marketer, basically. Um, and he, he was able to, like, apply calculus to something useful. Um, mm-hmm. but, you know, it, Tesla, too, make that same comparisons. Right. These things. And, and so there's kind of like, um, uh, to use a uh, an expanse reference there's kind of a nutrient grain that uh that you follow because hopefully there are known contours to the universe that are observable and so if if you are paying attention multiple people can observe them at the same time uh, which gets into some pretty cool like you know how how individual are we uh or mm-hmm. or is it you know how much should we look at ourselves as a collective almost organism mm-hmm. um just a bunch of ants running around. <laughs> That's <laughs> another conspiracy, right? That that like we're lizard people, or there are lizard people. Oh. Well, there's a conspiracy conspiracy theory about everything. So I mean, yeah. and yeah. the frogs are getting. That is a conspiracy. We're just, living, we're just living on a marble that's being played with by alien children. Yo. You know? MIB is such a good movie. Yes, I, it is. I rewatched it recently, <laughs> and it's such a good movie. It's pretty funny. Also, uh, the Men in Black, not the movie, but that is also a subject matter for another conspiracy. Mm, fascinating. Oh, like a real one? Oh, that yeah. actually that we should we should bring this back because I'm realizing that we haven't wrapped this up yet. No, I'm trying. Can I go? Can I yeah. go? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So mine is Area 51. It's just the OG conspiracy theory, right? Like, it's got everything you want. It's got aliens. It's got advanced technology. It's got government cover-ups. Like, it's it's every it, – it hits all of the great notes of a conspiracy. And I just I, – I, 
I enjoy all of it. Also, I want there to be, I want it to be happening, right? Like I'm rooting for it to be true. And so I think it would be super cool if we had some fucking alien technology. I'd like to get some more <laughs> of that alien technology. So, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm down with that. And like, it's a great Tony Hawk, uh, level for, for those of us. <laughs> 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 who remember Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2? I think it is. I was going to say, who are still going to be able to verify that? <laughs> I'm pretty sure because they remade it. So I I played it fairly recently and oh, it gosh. holds up. It's a good it's a good level. I mean, that's a great game. That's classic. Tony oh, Hawk it's a Pro classic Skater. Game. Oh, man. It's I've wasted a lot of hours of my life playing that game. I remember I was, it, Pat and I were doing a, uh, uh, we were doing a project on space. And we needed to in the fifth grade, and we needed to build like a a, a a lander out of Legos or some shit. And we played Tony Hawk Pro Skater instead. Nice. And then we had oh. to like. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to find where that was coming. Where that, well, it had an aliens reference, and it also Tony Hawk Pro Skater. So, and it had a, it was a Pat reference, which we got to actually get in for the podcast. I think that's so. conspiracy. I think you were abducted. Actually, I think that's Whoa. conspiracy. Am I even myself or was I And that's your cover-up story. Exactly. So this leads into mine, which is uh, UFOs. Basically, same thing, you know? Yeah. It's so funny. We all did aliens. We all did aliens. I think the reality is it's it's the unit. What we know now is that the reality is there's a very real possibility that there's other life within our universe right yeah i, I think mean it's surprising it's so if there's enormous not. It, you, yeah, right it, it would be shocking if it weren't yep so so let's go so uh there was recently an article written i think it was the i think it was like an op-ed in the new york times basically saying looking for aliens is a bad idea yeah because we're gonna get colonized they're gonna treat us as exactly fucking yeah pigs. Uh, yeah yeah and- we're gonna get and, by so, aliens. and so it's just so fascinating it's like well but if they do exist like if so for example i just want to point out and i mentioned this before in another pod- podcast but there's been several ufo sightings by air by commercial aircraft flying from between florida and uh arizona i think or new mexico and arizona and there's, ah. been, there's been similar reports of the same type of ufo objects and you can listen to these calls uh and they're real like u.s airlines confirmed that that was a call from that flight but they won't talk anymore on the subject like you have to talk to the fbi and so it's just like wow that's pretty the serious FBI isn't real chatty by the way <laughs> yeah. no they're not they're not famous for that <laughs> it's like it's like wow so we actually have commercial pilots now saying and putting out on record from their flight from because they record the flights right the black box or whatever and so this all this information is out there it's been confirmed by the pilots and the well, airlines and now you have to talk to the fbi about it and there's no further comment it's just like what is going the, on the military's come out and admitted that they they've released mm-hmm. un uh declassified information that you know they don't know what it was that they caught on video or on radar or whatever it was um so yeah it, it is interesting that like some of that's coming back around like it it's less it's less hidden um although i was watching an interview uh 
one of my favorite actors, Simon Pegg, he did a movie about Area 51. And and he was like, you know, I think the fact that maybe people see UFOs around a U.S. Army base that has experimental aircraft, maybe it's just military <laughs> planes. Occam's razor, baby. Is it aliens right. that we don't know about or is it just a next-gen aircraft? Boy, I don't know. But I really <laughs> want it to be aliens. Yeah, man. I, I do too. Well, I have a feeling we're gonna we're gonna continue to learn some more cool stuff about that because it seems like um, like the information is accelerating, right? Like I feel like there's this parabolic kind of curve happening with like information and experiences happening specifically around aliens. So I'm excited. I'm excited to see. I appreciate that. your math term, dude. Hey, you're welcome. Parabolic. Let's go, baby. Yeah parabola just like my yeah just like my appetite for some food and some more wine right now so on that note (laughs) fluffy thank you so much for joining us it's been thank you for having me this is this has been well maybe my favorite pod because it didn't require (laughs) me uh doing any other prior research (laughs) i didn't have to read a couple of uh you know uh, recent event articles or anything like that Plus, nice. it's, it's more fun, especially it's it's way more fun than what we we're going to cover tonight. So, yeah, good palate cleanser. Yeah. Good palate cleanser, definitely. I would like to let our listeners know that we have a new website, and we are also on several new streaming platforms, including um, Alexa and Amazon, uh, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, all kinds of cool stuff. So, check that out. Check out the new website. Please give us a like. Leave us a rating because we need some more of those, especially on these new platforms. And thank you very much for your time this evening. For those of you who are upset about your uh, informative political podcast being completely taken over, uh, normal scheduling will be resumed in the next podcast. I mean, maybe. It's it's a week-to-week thing with us. Uh <laughs> And I just want to leave everybody with a with a question to ponder, which is Independence Day, great movie or greatest movie? Godspeed, everybody. just watched that i just watched that i did too recently like, like, it's so good like it's such a week. good movie not when, a question he, like, not a question he, greatest movie he, ever <laughs> when he pops that hatch and he punches that alien he's like welcome to earth welcome to earth I, oh, dude, it's so good i i still get teared up from the stupid president's speech it's i'm like such a yes. good speech oh, it's yeah. so good so you want to go through a fucking wall after that speech. Maybe that's <laughs> maybe that's the reason aliens haven't colonized us yet is because of that movie. They're, they're like, like oh, Yo, we saw what happened to the last folks, and they're like, no, man. No, no. <laughs> Those guys are crazy. Not fucking worth it. <laughs> I'm happy to announce that this cake has been iced. <laughs>